Welcome to Be Great Today with Coach B, talking with people from all walks of life who have the extraordinary will to succeed so you can learn how to live a successful life. And now, here's your host, Coach Josh Batchelor. What's up, guys, and welcome into today's show. Today, I have the opportunity to reminisce, I guess you could say, and catch up with a, with a former player. The guy that I have on today is someone who means a lot to me personally, but also somebody who has kind of made a name for himself. Uh, the man behind the camera of Mark Vision is on with me today, Mr. Marcus Meese. Marcus, thanks for coming in, man. Appreciate you having me, Coach. Yes, sir. So, Marcus is... For those of you who don't know what Mark Vision is, Mark Visions is a, and I'll let him talk about how it came to be. But essentially, Mark Vision is a is a company that that this guy started with him and his camera, and they he goes around to area high schools, colleges, professional whatever. He records live action video, and then he makes highlight tapes, uh, highlight reels, hype videos, whatever you want, whatever you 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 want, he can make. Uh, Marcus is currently up to about 6,500 followers on YouTube and he's got 12,000 on Instagram. So he's done a tremendous job and and is extremely good at what he does. I've had him at a couple of our events and it's just, it's awesome to see the, the stuff he turns out. So Marcus, you, uh, you graduate from Blacksburg, play football for us, obviously got hurt your senior year. Talk a little bit about that. Talk a little bit about, you know, you're going into your senior year, you're getting ready to play. We're starting our season. And then injury strikes. Yeah, definitely, man. It sucked. Your your senior year, you're looking for an opportunity to play. And Coach Chisholm had already told me like I was gonna get an opportunity to come in and be important to the team. So I'm already looking forward to that. And I go out there. I I was playing bad. I told Coach Chisholm I was playing football, but I was playing basketball at uh <laughs> at a church. So I lied to Coach. Sorry, Coach. <laughs> but, <laughs> just finding out about it now, just like me. I'm just now finding out about it. But yeah, I had uh playing defense knee to knee contact, tore my ACL. Man, just it was devastating. I, I was hoping it was a little sprain or something, but doctor told me I couldn't play. Oh it hurt, man. Yeah, it definitely hurt. Yeah, he had a he had a, a great junior season. So Marcus actually won. Uh we were playing a team called Carolina High School. He actually won the game for us on a tackle for loss on the fourth down. Big play. He comes up big there. We win that ball game. And then uh, we're looking for big things for him, you know, going into his senior year. And like he said, he got hurt. And he was actually one of my guys. So I coached outside linebackers and free, and strong safeties. And uh, he, Marcus was one of my guys. So we ended up having to plug somebody in, man. And um, so it was tough. But, but you tear your ACL, and that kind of sets the scene for the rest of that season, right? So mm-hmm. you're out that season, obviously not going to be able to play basketball. But you end up graduating from Blacksburg, and you and you went on to SMC for a year. So talk a little bit about that, what you did, what what your initial plan was. Uh, well, I was going to SMC. I was thinking about mechatronics or uh, was it physical ed? Yeah, physical ed. I wanted to do like coaching. But when I got to SMC, school was definitely not for me. Like I couldn't do no schoolwork. I couldn't focus. I'm a loner, so I like staying in my room. I never went anywhere. I was always cooped up. So man, I was just. I didn't really like school that much, and I was like, "Do I really want to go back?" I had good grades, surprisingly, because I never studied, but I just didn't uh, take the opportunity to go back. I was like, "Man, I just went and got a job." Yeah, 
Well, and so, you know, I talk a lot about on this show about how school is not for everybody. And I think it's important that you understand who you are and you understand who you're not. And it's okay that you're not a, a a college student, you know, um, every, everybody in life is not someone who needs to go to school. And I think it's great. So you went there one year. Yeah. One year. And then you realized I need to, you know, I need to do something else. I I thought about going back, but I went to SMC signed up, not SMC, SCC and signed up for mechatronics, but I never went and got my books and then I never just, just gave it up. (laughs) Right. Well, and you know, some of the most, I guess you could say successful people were college dropouts, you know, and if you're going to do what I do, when if you're going to work in a school system, if you're going to work with high school kids, obviously you have to have the degree, but to do it, yeah, to do what you do, you you had this newfound love and you necessarily need it. So, you know, and, and that's one reason why I wanted you on today, because I feel like so much emphasis is put at the high school level about go to school, go to school, go to school. Yeah. And I'm not saying don't go. I'm just saying, know who you are. Yeah. And, um, you know, you definitely, you definitely figured that part out. So, um, you get out of school. What was your first move? What did we like? What do you think? Um, I went to, well, first I was like, man, what am I going to do? I, I, I didn't really like have anything in mind. I wouldn't really like focused on anything. There wasn't nothing I love to do. So I was like, man, I guess I got to get a job, start paying bills. So I went to Spartanburg Water as a temp. And from there, they was like, man, you might as well get hired on. So I get hired on. Like, I worked that summer, I think. I worked that whole summer and came around, like, October. I was like, I, f- I filled out a, a position for a job and started working there full time. <laughs> yeah. And so what was it about the water company that made you realize you got to get out of there like you know what man like waking up early in the morning you got to listen to people you gotta I mean, you just working hard every day i mean ain't nothing wrong with it don't get me wrong but it went for me i was tired i was staying up late because i i was doing well that's when i went and started yet but when i really quit spammer water is when i was i was staying up late doing my videos all this and that and i couldn't i ain't really have time for nothing and i was going to work tired and it was always on my tail like mark you get some sleep you got to come into your work every day. I just hated hearing that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so you're, you're basically, you're basically trying to work a job to make ends meet while doing what you want to do or like yeah, what you definitely. love to do. So you're doing what you had to do until you could do what you love to do. Yeah. And I've had a couple people on already like that, who I had one guy who makes book covers. His episode came out earlier. J. Caleb Clark. He talks about working at a print shop in Gaffney until he could make enough money working from home to do it full time. And then another guy who's coming on later, he made, he actually makes big league baseball bats for major league players out of his grandpa's garage. And, uh, he worked in the corporate world until he was able to do that full time. So I think, you know, you're, you're kind of in that same mold. And I, I tell people all the time, athletes, coaches, entrepreneurs, those are the people who usually want to be great. You know, the the thing is people think people will look at what you did and you went to work at a water company and then you quit, you went to college and you quit and they're thinking like, Oh, he's a quitter. Now nah, you are just trying to find your lane. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I think, I think a lot of times people will take, Oh, well you didn't work at the job long enough or you didn't do it. Like that just ain't my lane. That ain't where I want to yeah, be, you know? Definitely. So, 
So you get into uh, you get into this video stuff and you pull in double duty, and then at some point you have to decide this is what I'm gonna do. So talk a little bit about getting into it. What was it like? What was it that kind of pulled you in? That kind yeah. of thing. So I was at Farmer Water for like two, I think it was two years and some months, and it came around. I was thinking about it all the time because I used to work with a dude in Greenville. I worked for him, and his name's uh, Ron White, my guy. Um, and he was like, "Man, go ahead and quit your job. Quit your job." He kept telling me every week because I was going up there with him and I was like tired. But I get straight off work, go up there, work with him, shoot his videos. He was like, quit your job, quit your job. So finally I came up. But it was something that went on between that. I was already thinking about quitting. But we had it was a, like July 1st last year. You remember the Cleveland Park shooting? Yes. I worked at that. Okay. So the dude, all that went down. That like really gave me the motivation. Like, all right, I'm done with this. Yeah. So like two months or a month later. I put in my uh, two week notice and just like it was up from there. Yeah. So you were actually working with a guy who kind of got you interested in it. Talk a, talk a little bit about like what it was about cameras, what it was about the video part. Like what what kind of turned you on to it? Like what what made you realize like this is this is what I want to do? Uh, so when I was in high school, I loved sports, like everything about it. And my guy Sensei Hoops, shout out to him and Home Team Hoops. Sensei was doing it. He had did it on his iPhone for Gaffney in a dormant basketball game. I was like, man, that's dope. He was getting all this love. Uh, he was making these cool edits. He was going around the team. He got like two state rings with him. So he was doing all that and this. And then he had to meet so many people. And then my guy home team hoops, he was making like little documentaries on people, showing like their lifestyle and all this and that. And it was like, man, that's cool. Like, I want to do that. So like, it was like, I bought a camera in March of like 2019, but I never used it. And then the first time I used it was like uh, a football game, an all-star football game in January 2020. I picked it up and I started filming. I was like, man, I think I want to do this. So it just went on from there. Like, man, it took me a long way. Definitely. Yeah. So you're, you're basically, you're taking a model that I don't, I don't say taking a model. You're taking a, a path that there is no model for right like what yeah. what you guys are doing outside of like nfl films or you know and one mixtapes this kind of stuff's never been done before the, yeah. w- the way you guys are doing it so, <clears throat> so talk about the process so you guys cover high school football high school basketball games how do you get in what what makes you go where you know is it strictly booking or is it like just big matchups or how do you you know talk about the process a little bit well like when i first started out i was just going around i was filming for free for everybody like i was just going to the big players trying to get my name out there and all that and the way to get in i, I used to get in games i'll just hit up the ad that week or a coach or a player and they'll usually let me in. When they see a camera, they're going to let you in. <laughs> Anytime you Press pass, camera, baby. Gonna, Press yeah, pass. They're going to let you in, most definitely. <laughs> but, yeah, I was just I, when I first started out, I was really just going like to the big games, like most hype players and all that, so I can get my name out there. So for the first couple months, like I was really out there just filming for free for the fun. Like It was just fun. I love doing it. Like on my free time in the weekend, I'll go to like Rock Hill. Cause I think that was the COVID year. 2020 was the COVID year. So For sure. Yep. So everybody was in Rock Hill, all the five stars, everybody. So it really helped me out too. Just yeah. Yeah, just being being around those guys. And what what do you think is your favorite to shoot? So of all the sports and the things that you do, what would you say, you know, you enjoy doing the most? 
football, definitely. I love football. <laughs> Basketball is better because it's indoors. You ain't got to worry about no weather. Like football, when you get around December, man, you want to go home. <laughs> yeah. But football, definitely, because, man, you get way more out of it. It's fun. The players are active. They're dancing. The pregame is the best part of the pregame, definitely. So when you're when you get on the field, like, do you have a – I don't know if you call it a, a like, a mantra or a, a, a process, but – you know, do you introduce yourself to the coaching staff? I mean, do, do like, are you, you know, because obviously you're walking around around huddles. You're in, you know, all kind of stuff. So, what's what's that like? How does how does that work? Nah, I really don't speak to nobody. I speak to some of the players because some of them know me, but I don't speak to none of the coaches. I think I start though. That like that's a random cameraman just walking around. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, but yeah, I just, just walk around and just film like anything that looks like it's, you know, just part. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. I got you. So you just basically you just out there, my man in his camera, just doing the Freelancing, work. Freelancing, yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, you've been doing this now. You said two years. Mm-hmm. Talk about some things you've kind of learned and and gotten better at, or you know maybe some mistakes you can make. Maybe if someone's interested in doing what it is that you do, you know what advice would you have? Um, definitely. Um. Uh... Well, the first thing I learned is like, man, I was I was shy, man. I didn't like talking to nobody unless I really knew you. So doing this made me really outgoing. Like I could speak to anybody now. I can just walk up to somebody and, you know, g- greet myself. But it's just it made me more open. And like to people that really want to do it, man, do it. It's, you meet so many people. You get to travel. I mean, you got to do the right things, but you can it's, it can take you so many places. Like I had an opportunity to almost work with Debo Samuel. So. But it just everything didn't fall in line. But that was it was close to. But yeah. Well, and I think I think when you talk about that, you talk about Debo. Obviously, he's got hometown ties. You know, played at Chapman. I mm-hmm. actually had one of his coaches on before, and people say, "Well, it's it's all about who you know." One thing that I've learned is it's really who about who knows you, right? Definitely. So Definitely. I mean, you know, you 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 can know a lot of people. You know, I mm-hmm. I know Michael Jordan. Uh, you know, I know everything about him. You know what I'm saying? He don't know who I am. Yeah. But uh, but I know Michael. So you know, I can. When I was younger, I could tell you stats. You know, but um, but now, you know, he he don't know who I am. So that's that's the important <laughs> part. But um, you know, when you got a guy like Debo who who knows your name, that's got to be you know that's got to feel good, right? Yeah, definitely. And I hate I hate that didn't <clears throat> that didn't really work out for you, but um, so. You posted these social media websites. Talk about like kind of that process a little bit, how that goes. You know, um, how do you try to generate more likes, more clicks, and that kind of stuff? When I first started, I used to just try to get out as much content as I could, like just pumping it out. But then I, I started learning, like people don't like to see spamming on their page. So you got to like pick and choose the stuff you really want to put out there. So I don't just go out there just putting anything like you can't. It's hard to get a one to catch. I mean, you can do that, but like like a little somebody run like a little five and out and get moths or something. You can't just put everything up there. Right. I don't started limiting my what I post and stuff now because a lot of people don't like that. So yeah. So you you basically leave them wanting more when you when you post. I got you. Yeah. So just <clears throat> just recently, you were able to do the old school versus new school basketball game. And for those of the people who are listening who probably don't know what we're talking about, essentially it was an alumni game from two area high schools that got together. And it was a benefit, like a, like a fundraiser. But it was, um, it was a great time. 
and a lot of really good players. So, so talk about that experience. What was that like? I know you got to shoot some of that stuff. Just to like, for them to hit me up and want to shoot that coming from my hometown, that's, that was love. So it was fun. Definitely shooting at the crowd. It brought a lot of people together. A lot of talent, man. AZ dropping 57. Yeah, Arizona Reed, who played at Gaffney, and then was at High Point, and uh, he's played overseas. Yeah, and um, you know, and then you had LJP, who played at Georgetown. Mikey Moore, who of course played at Blacksburg, but then went on to play at Nebraska and was with a variety of teams in the NBA, but won a, won a championship. And um, you know, just a just a, a ton of talent, local talent. But when you talk about Blacksburg, Gaffney, uh, and Gaffney especially, you know, you're always going to have top tier talent, you know, like guys, guys who were just the truth. And, uh, you know, so you getting to shoot that, um, talk a little bit about the, cause, cause I know like some of the videos that I saw, like one video I saw on, on YouTube was about, I don't know, like 12 or 13 minutes, but then the things that you see that come out on Instagram are a lot shorter. So talk about like the selection process, talk about editing. I know that's a a big deal. So talk a little Mm -hmm. bit about that. So like, YouTube is more for like longer videos, so like my I'll put like full game highlights out on YouTube, but for IG is more for like little one minute clips, like stuff shorter than that. People don't like people's attention span is short, so you gotta like keep everything short and simple on IG. And then like for the editing, man, it takes hours. Like after that game, I probably stayed up till like I got home, got home at like eight, and I started on it. I had to upload the footage. It took like an hour to upload the footage. I went eight, came back, and I got started on it probably about eleven. I probably didn't get finished till like eight in the morning. So basically, what Marcus does is he takes video, he overlays music with the tracks, and then he has he kind of has to sync up the music with the action that's taking place yeah. on the screen. So it's kind of like an artistic effect, right? So Definitely. you have to watch you have to watch the video, and then you have to like sync up like the beat of the music to things that are happening on the screen. What's that like? You know, like, uh, I mean, what, how do you kind of, how do you do that? I guess, like, do you physically have to sit there and watch the film until the point where the ball goes through the hoop or somebody slams it and then you sync it up with a drum? Like, how do you do that? Well, you can, like, it has like a little pointer on the thing. I can find the clip and I just stick it right there, the point where he dunks the ball and I can get the clip of the song. And it usually has like the, uh, the audio thing. It'll show it going up and down. Usually, the, the when the beat hits is louder than the regular song so i'll just match that up and then i'll listen to it and if it sounds good i'll play it through and keep it like that see and that's short and simple to me that's like that's a talent right like that's something that you got to work to do so there's mm-hmm. some things that god gave you you know and then and then some things are talent that you have to work for and i think that's a talent to be able to <laughs> like what you just said <laughs> so i've got a brother-in-law who's a drummer and mm-hmm. he goes and plays drums with local bands uh, for like praise and worship. And I just asked him, I was like, well, how do you know when to come in? And he said, you just feel it. Definitely. And I'm like, <laughs> as, as a PE teacher who, you know, lift weights, play sports, music doesn't make sense to me in that way. Like <laughs> you just feel it. I don't just feel it. I would, I wouldn't know what to do. So I don't it's know. It's the same way like. like that when like you're, it's like when you're picking a song, I can take, sometimes I take hours just to find the right song. You just got to like have that feeling for the video. It's got to match the video's vibe, basically. Do you um, ever, do you ever like you recording things and then you remember, oh, this part's coming up, I bet. Or do you ever like you're recording and you think, oh, this song would go great with that? 
Definitely, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I have songs in mind, but like, oh, yeah, it's going to definitely match this. But most of the time, I have to find it. Or if I, the player, I let a player or a team sometimes make a video, I'll let them pick it so to make it easier. Okay. All right. So if you're doing, you're doing a high school team and they're like, hey, this song goes hard, yeah. let's do that. Definitely. I got you. I got you. So, <clears throat> how, so I've seen some of the stuff that you've done. How do you, how do you work on lighting? Is that all editing? You know, the angles that you're able to get in sometimes I think like, how was he able to get there? Um, like how did you learn that? Did you learn it on the fly? Do you, do you watch YouTube videos? Have you just watched somebody else do it? Like talk a little bit about, kind of, I guess you're training. Yeah. Uh, a lot. Well, like the editing part, I use like the lighting. I sometimes I YouTube it and you have to have the right settings on your camera. So you have to, it's, it's, it's a lot, but you, have, I, I YouTube a lot of stuff. YouTube right. has been a major thing because a lot of kids go to school for this and I just, all I got is YouTube. <laughs> right. But it just, it's, um, ah, oh, dang, I forgot what I was going to say. Mm. <laughs> now you, we we're just talking about the, um, we we're just talking about the, the editing part and, and like the angles that you're able to get to. Yeah. Uh, dang, uh, I just, when I watch videos, like sometimes you can watch movies and you'll see like, this, I watch movies differently now ever since I started filming. Like, I'll see an angle and I'll be like, man, I got to try that. Or it'd be something simple like that. And it's just, I'll try it next time I shoot. So movies, movies play a big part. Like, Last Chance You, I watch a lot of that and it helps out a lot. Uh, Nick in the Cut, he makes documentaries. I use a lot of his footage. So I just, I, I look at a lot of people's other work and I'd be like, man, that's a nice angle. So I'm going to go out there and try it. And then. I got you. Do you ever do any like voice overlays? So do you ever like try to record coaches doing pregame speeches or any of that stuff? And like, kind of like, I guess you're showing the video, but at the same time you're playing the audio of the, that of a coach you recorded. Do you have like stuff like that? Or have you ever done anything like that? Yeah. I, I love doing stuff like that when you can get a chance to like, cause a lot of teams don't let you in their locker room. And then sometimes when you're filming outside, it's going to pick up a lot of other noises or the music in the background. So it's hard to do it. But if I get a chance to like, if I get in the locker room and it's quiet and I can use the audio, then definitely yeah, I use that a lot. I love doing that. I got you. I've seen I've seen some of that. I think about movies like any given Sunday, those pregame speeches and, yeah. and you know, you and I, we've been in a locker room together, but what what that atmosphere is like for those people who've never played an athletic sport, that pregame Friday night football speech, when you're sitting in the locker room and you know, what we called early outs where everyone goes out early and then your team has warmed up and we've run through all our stuff and you know that the next time you go out, you're teeing it up. Mm-hmm. That moment is, is I guess, sacred because yeah. it, it's, it's just, it's like, you're so excited. You're anxious. I mean, coaches, players, everybody, and they're waiting on that, that head coach or whoever's delivering that speech to say, let's go. And we Definitely. hit the, we hit the door it's just, it's unlike any other. And I think when you're able to kind of use that video footage to let other people in on it, it's just, it's an, it's an awesome experience. And I'm, you know, I, when I talked to Marcus about coming on, these are some of the things that I wanted to talk about because I felt like we're trying to give people an inside look to what it likes. It looks like to be great. And when you got a guy who's done, you know, a little bit of everything and then decided to do what he loved to do, I can't think of a better a better person to have on. So you were, you, you go out, you shoot these things, you meet new people. We talked about that. You met a guy by the name of, of LJ Peak. So talk a little Definitely. bit about, about LJ. 
So I've like LJ, I looked up to LJ when I was in high school, man. Going to Friday night games when the peak show and Gaffney High, man, it was nothing like it. Crowd, atmosphere, man. I looked up to LJ a lot growing up. And I really didn't meet LJ until like last year. Uh my guy Ron White again. He uh called me. He was like, Man, I'm I'm uh, working out LJ this week. I want you to uh come film it. It's like, man, I I come out there right now. So I went up there, I filmed him, man. man ever since then, me and LJ had had a, a nice connection. That's my guy. I look out for him, he look out for me. So just being around him, man, it's positive energy all the time. So, and it's great just meeting him, man. He he's put me in a lot of positions to be successful. I got you. And again, it goes back to you know not just who you know, but who knows you. Mm-hmm. So LJ's kind of played a big part in your life, and I know you know I had the opportunity to go watch you know the show you were talking about, and um, you know watch him in high school and how he how he could just like take over a basketball game it was it was a, an amazing thing to see but you guys connected on a personal level to the point that you're talking about maybe leaving country is that right yeah yeah <laughs> okay so you want to talk a little bit about that like how how that kind of came into fruition or how that came to be so when i met him last year he was already in japan playing i, I always joke with him I'm like man can i go out there with you can i go out there with you he's like man they don't even allow people out there unless you're like family or something so it never, it's, I just, it just died down. And then back, uh, it was about a month ago, uh, I was telling him about the Debo stuff. And he was like, man, Debo thing don't go through. You can come out to Japan with me. I was like, you man, you playing. He was like, nah, serious. So he's, he's going to, uh, everything worked out. So leaving next month to Japan, man, I'm a little nervous. Not going to lie. Yeah. So what exactly do you plan to do out there? Are you taking what you do out there? Definitely. Uh, I'm a, I'm a film for him, like everything he does. I'm going to try to film him. I think him and his girlfriend is going to start a YouTube channel. So I'm going to start filming their YouTube channel stuff for him. And he said he wants to try to get me, like, with the team. So I'll film, like, stuff for the team and all that. I got you. So who who's so he with? Try to convert out there. Um, I forgot the name of the team. I think it's something robots. Something so, but robots. he's playing professional basketball in, in Japan. So you're going to yep. go out there and kind of be, like, his his photographer guy. Yep. That's, <clears throat> that's good stuff, man. Um. Where do you see, where do you see yourself kind of taking this? I, I, you know, we talked before coming on the air. I mean, you're basically getting in on the ground level of this. I mean, like I said, there's been like NFL films and there's been, you know, docuseries and things like that and Last Chance You and and all those things. But like to do kind of like what you're doing, I think teams, especially, especially big schools. Teams will pay for what you're doing. I mean, obviously you're getting paid to do this, but they'll pay for what you're doing and they'll pay good money to do to get what the product you're putting out. And I think you're getting it on the ground level. So what do you talk a little bit about kind of like where you see yourself in we'll say five years and, and how you're mm-hmm. kind of gonna you know, where where do you want to be and how do you want to get there? So already in these past two years, I've I've went higher than I thought I would anyway. I never thought I'd be at this level and five years from now man i'm i want to have like my own production team so i want to have people like working under me going to film doing what they do like i'll let them be individuals like just like them just work under me basically so that's something i have in mind and i want to like film in the nfl like i want to film under somebody just it's like a goal of mine like that's my top goal basically right so hopefully that you can grow your your brand the mark vision brand what so kind of on that same scene, Mark Vision, where'd that come from? Like, where, who come up with that? You know, I know you've got 
you got logos now, right? You got change, you got yeah. you know, all those things. <laughs> so, so talk a little bit about that and where that came from. Um, I'll, it just like playing around. Like we, we, we was like making shirts one day and I just made like a funny name. It was like Mondays from Mark. It was like just something that was random. And me, Eli, Jordan, uh, I think me, Eli, Eli Jordan, David. I was like, I used to always edit videos. So I just make people like little edits. It was just something I did on the side just for fun. And I was like, man, I'm just name myself Mark Visions. It's just out the blue. It's random. Random and it stuck. <laughs> yeah, and, definitely. And it's it's one of those things where, <clears throat> so, you know, I was watching the YouTube video and there's just kids in the stands who know who you are, right? Yeah, so man, you, got, you got a camera and they're like, shout out to Mark Visions. And I'm like, that's wild to me because, you know, I think about Marcus Meese. You know, like I, I think, I think about screaming at Marcus because he's supposed to be in the flat and he's come up on the run. That's, that's what I think about. Um, yeah, man. It's but crazy. That, that's just, that's wild. So definitely been blessed. Definitely, definitely. been blessed. Uh, and uh, man, super proud of you. I know that, I know that you've, you worked hard and I think some people, so I watched a video earlier this week, you know, teachers have reported back to school. And so we're kind of yeah. back in that vibe and, I watched a video and it was talking about this guy who was about three years old or excuse me. He was about, um, six years old. He's in class and he taps, he's tapping on the desk and, um, constantly tapping just all the time tapping. And it bothered his room. I mean, his classmates, it bothered his teachers. And he's, he got in a specific guy's classroom and he told him to stay after school. He said, I need to talk to you after class. And he thought he was in trouble for tapping. And essentially what happened was after class was over, the class left, he comes up to the front and he's talking to the teacher and the teacher pulls out a set of drumsticks. And he says, I don't think that you bother people because you're a tapper. I think you're just a drummer. And so I think when people have a talent like you have, but you're not considered successful by what everybody else's standard may be. Yeah. You know, it's, it's one of those things where you just had to, like I said before, you had to find your lane and, and in doing that, you're extremely successful. You know, I mean, if you, if you were to, to judge a fish on his ability to fly, you know, (laughs) you, you would say, you know, he's, he's a failure. Um, so, you know, like I, I don't excel personally at math. I'm not very good at it. So to stay away from that, I went through, I went into science based stuff, you know, teaching PE, all my stuff was science based. So just because I struggle at math don't mean I'm stupid. just means I don't (laughs) get it, you know? So, (laughs) so man, it's been, it's been good to kind of catch up with you. It's been, it's been awesome. Talk a little bit about kind of getting, getting into your, your brand. Talk a little bit about how people can find you. Talk a little bit about, you know, kind of like your booking. Obviously, every everything is contingent upon, you know, how much and where and all that stuff. But if I'm interested in booking Mark Vision, I want him to come to my high school. I want him to film my guys on Friday night. What I need to do? Uh, I, most most people just hit. I got a very unprofessional way of doing this. But most people hit me up on Instagram or you know, Facebook Messenger or Twitter. Or just some kind of way or Snapchat. I, I really don't have no, like set destination because most of my people come from instagram and stuff so they usually just dm me and i'll respond let them know if i can or can't and go from there okay so what we'll do then is on the show notes at the bottom we'll just kind of link that 
And uh, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll put that in there that, you know, if you're interested in Mark Vision, getting him out to your thing, make sure you do it by September the 26th. Yep. 26th. Otherwise, he's wheels <laughs> up to Japan. So, um, but uh, make sure you get him out by the 26th and then uh, he'll, he'll be able to get out to some of the football games. I know they're starting up pretty soon. I know uh, week, week zero is in a week. So, yep. you know, those games will jump off. And But hit him up on uh, Instagram. Hit him up on YouTube. And he can take care of you for sure. Uh, Mark, you want to give any kind of plugs or any kind of shout outs before we head out? Um, I think I'm good. I think, yeah, I think I'm good. All right, brother. Well, man, I appreciate you guys, uh, listening today. I know that, uh, I appreciate Marcus coming on. I appreciate you being a part of this, man. This kind of be great today movement that I'm trying to start that I started way back in 14, you know, this, we should kind of parlayed it into, from social media posts to, yep. you know, to, to a podcast and, and getting some of my guys on and, and guys who've gone on to do great things and <clears throat> super proud of you, man. And if, uh, if I can ever, if I can ever help you at all, be sure to let me know. Definitely coach. Appreciate you having me, man. Yes, sir. So, uh, guys, that's it for Marcus Meese. Uh, if you, uh, if you're interested, I'll link his stuff in the show notes. He's a uh, tremendous young man, somebody who's out here do- doing, uh, the best work he possibly can for you. If you're interested in booking him to come and film a football game, a basketball game, whatever the case may be, we'll link the stuff in the show notes. You can find him on there. Be sure to shoot him a DM and get in touch with my guy. That's it for us today, guys. I appreciate everything. I appreciate all the support, all the guys who, all the people who come on board with me and, 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 and partner with this podcast, the guys who, people who are supporting, uh, via anchor, uh, as always appreciate anchor and, and anchor FM. Uh, today and every day, guys, I hope we can be great today. Thanks for listening to Be Great Today with Coach B. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, keep up with Coach B on Twitter at Podcast Be Great and on Instagram at Be Great underscore podcast. Until next time, be great today.